Please pray with me. Holy Spirit, you are already here with us. And we ask you to take the words that I speak and speak through them that each one of us will hear what you want to say to us personally this night. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. How would we respond if this was the first time that we had ever heard this story about Jesus washing the disciples' feet. I hoped we'd be shocked by it and not think, oh, that's nice, or why didn't he get one of them to do it? Think about it. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, about to be betrayed and die on a, a horrific death on the cross for you and for me. But the story we just heard tells us that after supper with his disciples, Jesus gets down on his knees with a towel around his waist and washes their dirty feet. This is the job which the lowest slave would normally do, but none of the disciples is willing to do it that night, presumably because they thought it was beneath them. So Jesus himself does it for them for the very ones who should have been washing his dusty feet. He's teaching him, them that his way of doing things is so very different from theirs and from ours. Once again, Jesus turns things upside down. Last Sunday, he rides into Jerusalem on what? A donkey. They were expecting, like us, a gleaming white stallion charging triumphantly into the city. Jesus, as their leader and teacher, should have been honored with the simple courtesy of having his feet washed by one of his students. Once again, Jesus models humility by washing their feet. It was an insult to Jesus that none of them had done this simple act of service for him. Instead of being upset about it, Jesus led them by being their servant. Acts of service, where have we heard this phrase before? Turning outward in acts of service to show our community the real Jesus. That's what we as a congregation are seeking to do. And you know that actions speak louder than words. This is perhaps more true than ever in our culture today. A bumper sticker that I think a staff member must have, I see it in the parking lot, says, less talk, more walk. Jesus said this about himself. The Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Can we really absorb the fact that Jesus comes to serve us, not to judge or punish us. We know that it says in John 3:16, for God so loved the world, which includes you and me, that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but will have everlasting life. The very next verse goes on to say, indeed, God did not send the son into the world to condemn the world, 
but in order that the world might be saved through him. A God who serves people by dying for them? Unthinkable. Humbles himself to die for us on a criminal's cross? It's scandalous, shocking, it's unbelievable, or would be without the gift of faith. A few weeks ago, something happened at my gym, happens to be the same gym as Scott Dudley's, that got me thinking more about Jesus' simple but game-changing act of washing our feet and what it means to be a follower of Jesus and a member of God's family. I asked to the gym if I could go to the new club when it opens soon in Bellevue. I'll check your membership, the guy at the desk said, looking at the computer. He then said something which just stunned me. He said, oh, you have everything. I do. <laughs> he went on, not only can you go to the new club and the ballad club, which is supposed to be special, you can go to any club in Washington State, but you can also go to any of our clubs around the country because you have signature membership. Moi, I said. Oh, and one more thing, you also have towel service. Towel service? I had no idea. Now, if you don't have towel service included in your membership, you have to pay a charge per towel per day. So guess what? I don't have towel service. I bring my own towels, thinking towel service isn't for me. All of these services, benefits, privileges included in my membership, and I was clueless. And even though I now know that I have towel service, it's not yet a habit, and I still forget sometimes to pick up towels when I check in. Isn't that how we can be about our relationship with God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit? So much is offered to us in our membership in God's family, and yet we don't benefit from it because we forget or we don't use it. Everything is provided and has been paid for by Jesus Christ and is available to us because we have signature membership authorized by the signature of Jesus. This membership isn't exclusive. It's available to everyone. You simply have to ask for it and Jesus will give you free membership for life. The kind of life of purpose and risk an adventure that you never imagined until you met Jesus. Now, if you're wondering how I didn't know I had signature membership, well, I was adopted, so to speak, from another club that went out of business. Adopted, just like we all can be, into God's family. In Psalm 103, we read about this wonderful benefit package from God. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good as long as you live, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Think of God's gifts of grace, mercy, and forgiveness. 
In Jesus, it says in Ephesians, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace that he lavished on us, not dispensed in little drops. He lavished it on us. How about the gifts of hope, joy, peace, being rescued, loved, and healed, and the gift of eternal life, life with God after this life on earth is over. Jesus says, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself so that where I am, there you may be also. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. We have the gift of being God's beloved. Jesus came to die for us because he loves us so much and would rather die for us than lose us. Now think for a moment. How would you feel if you received an invitation to dinner at the White House or Buckingham Palace? Tonight, we're again invited by Jesus to dine with him at his banquet. Why are we so often content with crumbs when we've been invited by Jesus to sit with him at the banquet table and receive everything he has to offer, everything? If only we'd realize that an invitation to dine with the president or the queen would be nothing, nothing compared to the stunning privilege we have tonight, having been invited here to dinner with Jesus, the Son of God. And this dinner, this feast, is to remind us of what Jesus is doing by dying on the cross and is a taste of the feast God has prepared for us eventually in heaven. Jesus said, the greatest among you must become like the youngest and the leader like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is not the one at the table, but I am among you as one who serves. Jesus not only waits table at his own banquet, but he washes our feet as we arrive for the banquet. The generous host is also the server. Remember, a great leader is one who doesn't ask his followers to do anything he isn't first of all willing to do himself. Jesus serves us by saving us, and in turn we are saved to serve others. Jesus comes to serve us and tells us to do the same for others. Now, I pick up two towels at the gym when I remember each day, and they remind me, sorry, Dana, but I'm putting something on the communion table. They remind me that the first towel is the one Jesus uses to wash my feet daily, to bless me, to teach me, and to remind me that he calls me to be a servant like him. The second towel is for me to use to wash someone else's feet, maybe literally, often not. It's very humbling to wash someone's feet if you've ever done that, but even more so to have someone wash your feet. 
we may feel embarrassed and vulnerable. Following Jesus is about giving and receiving. If you don't let others serve you, they can't experience the joy of giving. What would it look like for you to wash someone's feet? Your child, a friend, your spouse, your parent, a coworker, a neighbor, a relative, your boss. How might you let them wash your feet? This congregation is serving and giving care in all kinds of situations, and you're washing feet all over Bellevue, all over the east side, all over King County, and all around the globe. On a recent hospital visit, I knocked on the door of a room and walked in on an unexpected and tender scene. Dick Craig was serving his wife, Susie. One of her feet was soaking in a bowl of warm water, while Dick was concentrating hard on clipping the toenails on her other foot. This was the first time he'd ever attempted this particular act of service for Susie, and he wasn't expecting an audience. As Dick commented, washing someone's feet will often mean something you don't think you know how to do, or is uncomfortable for you to do but Jesus is inviting you to do it anyway. William and I have a friend who's serving a life sentence in prison. He's given me permission to share his story of foot washing. He and another lifer were cellmates. They got along well and they were happy rooming together. My understanding is in prison, obviously that's a good thing to have a good relationship with your cellmate. But then they heard about two new prisoners who were having great difficulty, and these two lifers offered to split up and room with these two newcomers so they could, so they could help them adjust to prison life. The first inmate was in his 60s and was suicidal because he knew his sentence was so long he would never get out of prison before his death. The second new inmate was very young, and he was extremely frightened. Our friend was put in an institution for the first time when he was seven. He ran away from home because his stepmother beat him. He has lifelong scars on his body and on his soul from that abuse. He has been incarcerated for 35 of his 60 years, and so he knows how to do prison and is serving by helping a new prisoner keep safe and sane in that place. He's the older man mentoring and blessing the younger man. In fact, he's being the loving father this young prisoner never had. He's using his towel service by washing other inmates' feet in any way he can. So I wrote this for tonight, towel service. Don't you know you have towel service? The guy at the gym inquired. I had no idea I had towel service. I thought an extra fee was required. No, it's part of your signature membership. It's already part of the deal. All you have to do is remember to use it. It's not dependent on how you feel. Do you know you have towel service? I'm asking you today. Jesus is waiting to wash your feet. Simply accept his gift 
There's nothing to pay. He's already paid everything by dying on the cross for you. He came to serve and to rescue, to love you and heal you too. Jesus wants you to use your towel service, then go and wash the feet of others to follow his humble example by serving your sisters and brothers. Will you let Jesus wash your feet tonight? Will you accept his invitation to his banquet? Will you ask him to show you how to wash other people's feet? And will you allow others to serve you? As you leave this place tonight, remember what Jesus did for you. And remember to use your towel service. Please pray with me. Loving God, how absolutely astonishing it is that you, the Lord of glory, would stoop and come down to live among us and stoop down to wash our feet and stoop so low as to die for us on the cross so that we could be blameless and forgiven. We thank you for this incredible gift. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.